What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Thursday, December 7th, just a few weeks away from Christmas. We got Hanukkah starting tonight at sundown. So in just a little bit, candle number one will be lit. If you celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to you. If you celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa or something else, well, you'll have to wait just a little bit longer. Or you could just celebrate life. You know, you're alive. The Dolphins are 9-3. and three. They're looking like legitimate Super Bowl title contenders. See, before, it was just the Dolphins looking like Super Bowl contenders. Then it became the Dolphins looking like realistic Super Bowl contenders. Now, it's gotten to the point where the Miami Dolphins are realistic Super Bowl title contenders. Not just getting to the Super Bowl, but winning it. And you might say, well, Andy, if a team gets to the Super Bowl, it's just them and an opponent, so of course they can win the title. But going into it, Sometimes you're like, nah, there's no way we're going to win this. If the Dolphins do get to the Super Bowl, and it's still crazy that, it's crazy hearing that in my ears. Like, I'm the one saying it. I talk into a microphone. I have a headset on. It comes through, and I'm like, wait a minute. This is real? The Dolphins and the Super Bowl? When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. If it gets to it, it's going to be nuts. And the Super Bowl is here where I am right now, and that is in Vegas. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! Vegas is just something else. I know the Hard Rock and a lot of the seminal properties today just started with craps and roulette and the sports book, and I always wondered when that was going to happen, when it did happen, would South Florida particularly take away a lot of business from Las Vegas? Instead of going to Vegas, will people now go to South Florida? It's going to take time to figure that out, but here in Vegas, where I'm doing the show from, and I'll be back in South Florida actually in just a little while, on a plane Touching down in Miami tonight. The thing about Vegas, and a lot of you have been here before. Vegas has all of these shows, all of these lights, all of these casinos, all of these hotels. You've got the strip. The Hard Rock's amazing. It, it's, it really is. I mean, I've got my poker tournament there every single month. I love the Hard Rock in Hollywood. The Hard Rock's one building. So people will come to South Florida and go to the Hard Rock and stay there as a resort, go to the pool, eat some great meals, roll the dice, play some roulette if you want, watch sports in the sports bar and bet it in the sports book. But Vegas, Vegas is just... It's Vegas. What else can I say? 
I don't know. And again, it will take time. We'll see. Everybody's very excited right now. And, and trust me, I'm part of that excitement that now the Hard Rock in Hollywood is a full-fledged casino. I think they even have Casino War there, which is the worst casino game in the history of all casinos. But I'm curious to see how it will play out in a few years from now. Not Casino War, because I know how that plays out. But if people will start coming to South Florida and no longer come to Vegas where I am right now. It's funny that I'm here, but I'm headed back to South Florida because today is the day where everything starts in Florida. It started earlier uh, this morning at the old Classic Casino, and now it's happening at the Hard Rock. And then tomorrow, it's going to be opening up in Tampa, full-fledged gambling with craps and roulette and the sports book. But it's funny that I'm coming back to South Florida tonight because this is like the last day and last night when I was here too in Vegas, that was the final night and today was the final at least half day where Vegas has something that Florida doesn't. So I got the final day for here solely Vegas, South Florida doesn't have it. And now I'm headed back to Miami where we've got it. We've got it all now. I'm sure the energy in the building at the Hard Rock, just off the charts. Any type of gambling has energy. And then when you add all of these lovely people to the mix. Oh, incredible. Especially here in Vegas, the people trying to charge you $16 for a glass of orange juice. Eight-ounce glass of orange juice for breakfast here in Vegas, $16. If you missed that story on yesterday's show, go to the uh, podcast and check out the replay. I think the only juice more expensive than the one here at the Win, $16, eight-ounce glass of OJ was uh, Jeffrey Loria's wife, uh, her juice that she used to sell when it was Marlins Park. Loria owned the team, and his wife had a stand there called Diamond Juice. That may have been more expensive, but a $16 glass of orange juice, that is a story that I will never forget. And it's something that I will probably tell I don't know how many more uh, people. And if you're seeing in your vehicle or at your desk or in your bathroom, wherever you're tuned in, if you're seeing Slater, I tuned into you because I want to hear you talk about sports. I don't want to hear you talk about the price of juice. That's fair. That's a fair criticism. But I don't care. You know what you get here. Unless you're brand new. I don't sit here and talk about food for an hour. I'm not going to sit here and laugh so you have laughing through your speakers for an hour or two hours or three hours or maybe four hours. I'm going to give you information. I'm going to entertain you. I'm going to talk South Florida sports and orange juice in Vegas because I just, I had to. It's funny how... South Florida and all of Florida 
we supposedly have the best orange juice. Well, here in Vegas, I guess the wind's got the best orange juice at $16 for an eight ounce glass. I just, I'll never get over it. I won't. All right. So I do have sports to get to. If you did tune in for sports and not food talk or travel talk, or for me to discuss my friends, I do have a sports discussion to get to. A lot of Dolphins, a lot of everything, because we got a lot going on. The Marlins don't have a lot going on. The Yankees have a lot going on. All you Yankees fans in the audience, you got to be happy getting Juan Soto. It's like, finally, the Yankees are trying to be like what they're supposed to be. You just go get everybody. And the Yankees haven't done that really since George passed away, George Steinbrenner. The family didn't operate the team and hasn't operated the team like he did. But now Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. And you know what? Even if you hate the Yankees, when they are better, it is good for the league. If the Yankees were horrendous, Major League Baseball would not be as good. So the fact that the Yankees are now going after players – top-notch players, star players, things are getting interesting again. All right, well, like I said, I do have a lot to get to. If you want to see what I ate last night and the show that I watched while I ate and everything, just go to my Instagram feed. It's up there on the story. It's not like the same views that I have when I'm in Medellin, where I'll be broadcasting from early next week and then coming back to South Florida. I'm all over the place the past seven days or so. Medellin, Miami, Vegas, where I am now, headed back to Miami to land there tonight, and then headed back to Medellin tomorrow night, and then back in South Florida next week. So, yeah, if you want to keep up with What's going on travel-wise and food-wise and friend-wise? Just go to my Instagram, search Andy Slater, and enjoy yourself. I try to bring you all along with me as best as I possibly can because some of you are just locked in your house. If you are locked in your house, and no, this isn't some advertisement for how to get out of your house. Although that wouldn't be a bad idea. I should probably think about that. But if you are locked in your house and you're not allowed to go anywhere, I hope your significant other, because that's probably who's locking you in the house, I hope your significant other will at least let you go to Monday night football at Hard Rock Stadium. I know it's only Thursday, but I want to start talking about Monday. However, I can't. Until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. Monday night football to me is still a big deal. I am way more excited to see this Dolphins game by virtue of the fact that it is Monday night football. 
even if it's going to be a split Monday night, they've got to share the night with the awful Giants and these suddenly okay Green Bay Packers. Even if that's what's going on, being on Monday Night Football, it's special. And I know the players feel it. They went back to practice today. Today's Thursday, but it's really like their normal Wednesday. They had the day off yesterday, which was their Tuesday. It's kind of all out of order, and you're probably confused, and you're wondering what day I'm talking about right now. But the Miami Dolphins schedule is a little different. It doesn't concern all of you, but your schedule may be a little different because maybe you'll go out and look for the Christmas tree on Sunday or the Hanukkah bush, although by Sunday it's probably getting a little too late already to get the Hanukkah bush. But you'll be able to spend your Sunday with your significant other. And then on Monday night, you'll tell them, leave me alone. I need to watch Monday night football. Night games are more fun. And if you go to the game, you don't have to sit in... 125 degree weather so that's better although it could still be hot at night sometimes and humid but still you don't have the blaring sun if you're on the opponent's side the tickets are are cheaper so some people sit over there they just put on a bunch of sunscreen and wear a fishing cap Monday night football I'm going to be watching it from where will I be Monday night I will be in Columbia! That's where I'll be watching it from. And of course, I'll be watching it with friends. So my Monday night is going to be very exciting. Now, whether you're watching it at home or you're watching it at Hard Rock Stadium or a restaurant or a sports bar, it's going to be exciting for you too. And the anticipation leading up to Monday night, isn't it great? Like, all day Monday, you're at work, you're like, oh my gosh, it's Monday. But then you've got something to look forward to. You have a Dolphins game to look forward to, and a game that they should absolutely win and improve their record to 10-3. and The storyline in this game, is there one? There would have been if Ryan Tannehill was the Titans starter. Tannehill versus Tua, I think the networks probably anticipated that before the season. Tannehill coming back to Miami, it would have been a storyline. The first quarterback the Dolphins drafted in the first round since Dan Marino versus the best quarterback the Dolphins drafted in the first round since Dan Marino. But Ryan Tannehill doesn't start for them, at least not anymore. Ryan Tannehill is a very highly paid backup quarterback. He lost his job. Last week, I actually saw him holding place kicks down. So he's way down the depth chart now. I got to say something about Ryan Tannehill. And this show is always all about... Honesty. I do not miss him as the Miami Dolphins quarterback. That may be like, okay, you're Captain Obvious, but 
I, I needed to say that because in South Florida now, we have found real love at the quarterback position with Tua. Tua's playing at an MVP level. Ryan Tannehill, we know, was never going to play at an MVP level. But besides that, I just think Ryan Tannehill doesn't do anything special at all. He does a lot of things that that are like okay, they're they're fine, but special? Does Ryan Tannehill have any special qualities? He can move around. He was a college wide receiver. He could throw the football, sure. He's fine at being tough. He's good enough to maybe take a team to the wild card game. But Ryan Tannehill's in the middle of the pack of NFL quarterbacks. He's a good backup. He's a below average starter. And I think after watching Tannehill for all those years, it really makes you appreciate Tua Tungvaluwa. Because when you start to break down Tannehill, if the Dolphins had ridden with him, if they said, this is our guy, like he's the dude, they would have had to give him a huge contract. And what would have happened? The Dolphins would have been stuck on that hamster wheel of mediocrity. They would have continued to just be average. And there are plenty of teams that are stuck with quarterbacks who are just okay. And those teams are never going to be legitimate Super Bowl contenders or even legitimate contenders to make a deep run. Tua... He can lead the Dolphins to a Super Bowl win. His accuracy is elite. His anticipation is elite. His ability to know where the spots are and to get the ball there very often, that is so special. Tua gets the ball out faster than anyone else in the NFL. That's the type of quality that will make your team so special. Ryan Tannehill... He had none of that. And for a period of time, we thought like, okay, maybe he'll develop. And it just went on and on and on and on. And then finally, the Miami Dolphins said, we got to give up. And in the end, we figured out that it should have happened much sooner. But the reason it didn't is because the Dolphins never hit on a quarterback from Marino all the way to now in Tua. Chad Pennington was good. Jay Fiedler was good. They did make the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill, he was okay. But not a single QB between Marino and Tua was special. And give the Dolphins credit. Finally, they bailed. And they decided on going for great. And finally, this season, finally, they're being rewarded. This is a season that may be talked about for a long time. 
Marino, he had his 83-84 period where he was just going nuts with the Marx Brothers. In 2023, it's Tua and Tyreek. What happens when, I say when, I should say if, but I think it's going to happen. What happens if Tyreek gets 2,000 yards? The first receiver to ever do that. And it's so attainable right now. You don't think this season will be talked about for a long time? And think about it. Assuming the schedule stays close to 17 games per season and nothing wild happens like a 25-game schedule in the year 2080. Assuming it's around 17 games, no one's ever going to get 3,000. So 2,000 is going to be Mount Everest. And Tua is the guy flinging the ball to Tyreek. I'm telling you, that achievement, the benchmark, if Tyreek does get 2K, that will be something discussed for a long time. Something else that will be discussed for a long time, how I am going to win my own poker tournament for the fourth time in a year. But don't worry about it. Second place pays a lot of money. My tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, is happening Tuesday night, December 19th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The minimum amount of money in the prize pool will be $20,000. It's only $250 to buy in the past two months because the tournament's every single month. But in October and November, the prize pool had more than $30,000 in it. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. Tuesday night, December 19th. You could register until 9.30 p.m. Do not miss it. Put a reminder in your phone right now. Come hang out, play some cards, and fight for second place as I try to get first. It's the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament with $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool happening Tuesday night, December 19th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Let me tell you something with what's going on with this Dolphins team right now. And this is something that I mentioned during the Big Three era. I've been doing this show now for almost 16 years. And never during my broadcast career have the Miami Dolphins had a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl let alone a legitimate shot to go to the Super Bowl. When the Miami Heat had LeBron, Bosch, and Wade, I remember coming on the airwaves saying, enjoy this. Drink all of this in. Enjoy every single moment. And I say that a lot for things that I believe are very special moments that may not happen again anytime soon I said it during the Florida Panthers run the Canes run in basketball of course because football that hasn't happened in forever maybe the Canes football team will be next but FAU and what they did going to the final four as well so many things that have happened here in 2023 particularly but going back to the big three error I remember talking about how we really, really need to enjoy these moments. And it's the same thing now with the Miami Dolphins. 
Not to say next year they're going to be horrific, but who knows how long Tyreek is going to play. How many more years is Tyreek going to play? I don't know. How long is Tua going to be this good? I don't have the answer to that. I just know that it took forever for the Dolphins to find a good quarterback since Dan Marino. So now that happy days are here again for Dolphins fans. Now that the team is 9 and 3, they're looking at 10 and 3 right in the face and 11 and 3 right in the face. They've got the best record in the conference. They look like they're going to win a playoff game this season. It's all there. So my advice to you as a Miami Dolphins fan, do not take one second, not even a second of this program where you get to hear me talk about them. And and I'm going by this rule as well where I get to talk about them. Don't take one second of this ride for granted because what the Dolphins are doing It's special. It's unique. And it doesn't come around very often. Who knows? Maybe the Miami Dolphins make a two- or three-year run. I know I'm getting very ahead of myself. They still have to beat a team with a record above 500. They haven't done that. But they haven't had an opportunity to do that in in a little while. They will the final three games of the season. At least I think so. Maybe the Bills won't be above 500, but we'll see. You can only play the teams that are on your schedule, and the Miami Dolphins are beating the ones who don't have that good of a record. But that's what you need to do. If you're not a good football team, you're going to lose some of those games. And the Miami Dolphins have not lost one football game that they were legitimately supposed to win. And I think we'll be able to say the same thing after Monday night. Because Monday night, home, Hard Rock Stadium, that place is going to be shaken. This Dolphins team is tremendous. They're playing for so much. They have destiny in their own hands. They play four out of their last five games at home. The Dolphins are better set up for success than any other team in the league. In fact, if they run the table at home in the regular season, they might be given the opportunity to do the same thing come playoff time. And if they can, if they've got two home games because they get a bye The first week, and then a home game, a win. Another home game, a win. I know I make that sound very easy. But then they'll be flying to where I am and have been the last few days. And that is Las Vegas. And maybe they'll come here to the win and buy a $16 8-ounce glass of orange juice for breakfast. They could do that and then go play in the Super Bowl at Allegiant Stadium. While the Dolphins are definitely the talk of the town, 
There are other things I want to get to on the show, and I will in a moment. What you guys could get to is Gulfstream Park. The championship meet is going on right now at Gulfstream Park. They've got live racing happening at this moment. Live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Gulfstream Park. And during the championship meet, you're going to see world-class horses, the best horses in the world, the best jockeys, the best trainers, the best of everything is right there in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. You could go to the Trackside Restaurant 10 Palms, get yourself a table, a fantastic meal, watch the races live in front of you and kick it in the AC. Maybe you even want to get your own private suite or you can hang out outside and watch the races. You could do that in the Carousel Club. You can make wagers just like I do. And heck, you could bet 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Live racing every Thursday through Sunday. It is the championship meet. It is going on right now at Goldstream Park. And I highly suggest you make a reservation if you want a table at 10 Palms, the trackside restaurant. And to do that, visit GoldstreamPark.com. So does the average fan care about a news conference? Are you into press conferences, watching them on television? Like Juan Soto introduces a New York Yankee. Is that something that you would tune into? Peter Bendix introduced as the Marlins president of baseball operations. Is that something that interests you? I bring this up for a reason. So we have another really good football game coming to Hard Rock Stadium, and that would be Florida State against Georgia. I received so many messages the other day. I, I got them by email. I got them by direct message on Twitter. I know I should say X, but it just doesn't sound right still. And people were mad. I, I want to say I don't know why, but maybe I do know why. People were mad that I came on here and said FSU got shafted. Power 5 conference, they go undefeated, and they move down in the rankings after winning their conference title game. Now, I bring up Florida State, Georgia, and the Orange Bowl, and also press conferences, I don't think this is a big deal, but you know how things work online. Somebody posts something and then it could just explode. Like it completely blows up and people start talking. And I think that's what happened here. So today was supposed to be the press conference for the two coaches, Florida State and Georgia, the Orange Bowl press conference. This press conference is not happening today, and supposedly it has to do with a scheduling issue. Now, maybe there is a scheduling issue that's possible. Do I believe there's a scheduling issue? Partially. See, a lot of these Orange Bowl festivities are supposed to take place at the Hard Rock. Like tonight, there's an Orange Bowl party, let's say, also at the Hard Rock. And I'm thinking to myself, 
It's December 7th, and I know these things are scheduled way out. But today at the Hard Rock, you've got Tiesto, you've got Bruno Mars, you've got all of these celebrities, Bon Jovi, because Krabs and Roulette and the sports book all opens up. So does it have something to do with the scheduling? Possibly. But what we do know, and this is 100% true, FSU, they're ticked off. And how could they not be? Mike Norvell is not an idiot. He knows, and this could be a reason. I don't know if it is. But he knows if he went to the Hard Rock this afternoon and he started to answer questions, what do you think he's going to be asked And I'm not saying that it's all about him. It could be the whole committee saying we don't need to do this thing because what will be asked about this game? Do you think he's going to be asked to talk about uh, his running game? No. Of course not. Every question will be about the snubbing of Florida State in the college football playoff. you got politicians involved in this thing. It's a huge story. I don't think the Orange Bowl wants to deal with that. I don't think Florida State wants to deal with that. I don't think Georgia wants to have to answer questions about Florida State getting snubbed. Does this mean that Florida State is going to boycott the Orange Bowl? No, I don't believe that whatsoever. I just don't think the questions want to be dealt with. The game will be played, the Orange Bowl will go on at Hard Rock Stadium, and maybe it'll be a good one. Let's see how Florida State can do. I'm sure Florida State wants to prove that they did belong if they didn't prove it enough, right? Going undefeated? (laughs) Let's say FSU smokes Georgia, which I'm sure won't happen, but we can pretend. So let's pretend they do. And let's pretend that Bama beats Michigan. That means we end up with no undefeated teams. Would the AP poll, would the Associated Press give the title to FSU? Would we have a split champions thing? Would we have the Seminoles doing what UCF did, claiming they are national champs? Look, if Florida State played Michigan, I think they would get annihilated, but they at least deserved the right. Bama, Michigan's going to be a much better game. We all know that. But as far as this press conference that's not happening, I just don't think the Orange Bowl wanted to have all these questions, and I don't think either team wants to disrespect the Orange Bowl either. Most years, getting to the Orange Bowl is a big deal, And those two teams being at Hard Rock Stadium for that game is a huge deal for South Florida. So many Florida State Seminoles fans, so many Georgia fans. It just stinks for the teams who want more, feel that they should have gotten more. And to be clear, while the press conference has been canceled, the party for the Orange Bowl at the Hard Rock has not been canceled. That is still on. 
Maybe they'll have FSU and Georgia representatives rolling dice at the craps tables or playing roulette because certainly we know they can't be in the sports book. All of you can be in the sports book or just go on your phone. It's amazing. The sports book technology now, it's like here in, in Vegas, you go to the window, the counter. I mean, there's no real window, but you call it a window. You just go to the counter and you tell them what you want. And then they hand you the slip. But the states that have now entered into sports wagering and created the sports books, there's really no counter. There's no window. Some of them have small ones, but it's all about the kiosk. Technology. Just go to the kiosk, put your cash in, put in a voucher, you push the game you want, and that's it. You're good to go. It's so simple. Or you could just do it from your phone. Like if you go to the Hard Rock Retail Sportsbook today, the real one, and you want a paper ticket, are you going to take the Yankees to win the World Series? Will you take the Marlins to win the World Series? The Marlins' next press conference will be for who? Because we know... The Yankees' press conference will be for Juan Soto, but the Marlins' next press conference will be for which player? Will it be somebody better than, like, a press conference from last season? Johnny Cueto? Gene Segura? Gosh, I hope so. Good for for baseball, though, as I was saying earlier. Good for Yankees fans. Getting Juan Soto, of course, doesn't guarantee the Yankees anything, but... It, it makes them interesting. It makes them a threat. And they're not done yet. When you can get someone who gets on base 40% of the time right ahead of Aaron Judge, that's intriguing. And then they added Verdugo. They didn't even give up a whole lot. Some pitching, sure. But seeing the Yankees go back to their old ways and getting Juan Soto is definitely doing that. I think it's just fun. It's fun for the game. It'll also be fun in South Florida if the Marlins are able to do well yet again. But as I was saying the other day, unfortunately, I think we're going to see regression. According to the Marlins' new president of baseball operations, they did team building. Now, interesting. The Yankees built a team. The Marlins did team building. There were reports that the Marlins were checking the market on their pitching staff. But the feeling I'm getting is, how are they going to be able to win all those one-run games again? Probably can't do it. Sandy Alcantara is out for the season. Maybe Jazz turns into an MVP? And who knows, he's talented, but is he going to be able to stay healthy? I tried my best there to give you some hot stove. We're not a baseball town, but I do love talking baseball. Right now, the focus is on the Miami Dolphins. The focus is all on football because they're in a place that they have not been in in a long time. And maybe it's been a long time for you since you've dealt with your finances correctly and your future. Don't wait any longer. Contact Trajan Wealth. I've been telling you about Trajan Wealth for many months now. 
you may have these goals in your mind. Maybe you've been thinking about retiring early. Maybe you want to take more vacations. Maybe you just want to help out your family more. Your financial future is so important. And Trajan Wealth, they will meet with you about your life objectives and your goals at no cost. Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. A lot of people are giving gifts here in the month of December. Give yourself a gift by contacting Trajan Wealth. They're located locally in Palm Beach. If you want to call them, you could do that as well. 561-390-1000. That's 561-390-1000. Don't wait any longer. Contact Trajan Wealth today. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. How about the Miami Heat last night? That was fun. They go to Toronto, just bad defensive efforts they had against the Pacers. There was no BAM, so the fear was, okay, here come the Raptors, a team that's long and usually a bad matchup, but Miami played very well. Duncan Robinson, to me, he's becoming one of the biggest stories of the season. His game, he went from one job, which he was named by Dwayne Wade, one job. The one job was, hey, go stand in the corner and chuck some threes, which he can do. He went from that to an offensive playmaker. He's a willing passer. Duncan Robinson is a guy who can break down defenses. He's a hooper. If you go back a year ago, this time a year ago, we would never have been saying that. It's it's just so odd. His arch, it came out of nowhere. He ended up in Michigan, undrafted free agent for the Heat. He builds a career with one skill. He gets paid $90 million. Then he forgets how to play. All Heat fans were just piling on the dude. It was nonstop. You got to sit down, Duncan Robinson. Spo has got to know this. You got to somehow ship him out of town. And you could tell his body language, everything was off. He was hearing all of this. You hear athletes say, oh, I blocked the outside noise. No, there was no blocking that. People were piling on him. And then the NBA finals come and he remembers how to play. And now this season, he's good again. It's all so wild to me, but it's a great story. All right, that's all the time I got for this Thursday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.